This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Such a pleasure to be here with you, Jordana. This show keeps climbing. It does. I love it. It's like, honestly, the highlight of my week recording it. Absolutely. And, fun. and we've had a whole month of getting ahead. We'll let you guys behind the curtain. We're trying to yeah. get ahead because I'm going to be traveling a bit. So I've been at the Betches offices a lot. Yeah, and we, we love having you here. It's, it's nice to be here. It's nice to be a part of the family, the extended yeah. Betches family. And the emails you guys keep sending are amazing, um, especially the ones that aren't even asking questions that really are just saying that we've helped people in like a certain situation or they've helped them deal with a certain thing going on in their life. And that's, it's really amazing. It's, it's, and it's a, it's one of those things like you we didn't expect that we wanted to talk about, you know, we wanted an entertaining show that had perspectives on dating that maybe haven't been out there yet in a non judgmental way. And it's, it's flattering to hear that you guys are enjoying it as much as you are and that it's helping you at all. But yeah. if it's as little as a laugh, that's all that we wanted to really do. So it's very cool. And I'm meeting a lot of you at shows, which is like, that is the biggest compliment you can pay me personally. It would be coming to a show and coming out of the house. Listen, who wants to leave the house? Yeah, not me. I mean, <laughs> not, yeah, ever. I want to be in the covers. I don't want to speak to anyone again for the rest of my life. Ever. Yeah. A pillow on my stomach. Do you do that move? You, you cuddle a pillow? Um, my si I was at my sister's house. Funny that we were just talking about visiting, um, like uh, siblings, siblings yeah. or putting in family time. Yeah, putting in the time. Um, putting I went on to that go, hard I went to see my nieces um, and my nephew in my sister's house, and I slept over. And she had this. She has, she was she just had a baby, so she had this mm. pregnancy pillow. Okay. It was like the most. I mean, I didn't even. I feel like I don't even need to be in a relationship anymore. So, what is it? This pillow is so amazing. It basically like mimics a man, but from both sides. By like, there's like a pill, it like it's like a loop. Okay. So there's a part that goes like against your back, and then a part that goes against like in between your legs. It can go like in your by your stomach. It's oh, like, really? It's basically like being held from all sides. It's like amazing. Need, what if I went and bought one? You a straight single guy. I was thinking of buying one too. <laughs> I think it might some scare some men though. Yeah. If someone comes over, they're like, "What is that?" Well, that's my pregnancy <laughs> pillow. Um, I know it's weird. It's life changing. But I use it to go to sleep. Yeah. And no, I'm a big. If I get too full, like I'll eat a lot. If I, if I eat a, like a huge dinner that, you know, that would embarrass anyone to order, um, I'll take a pillow and I'll just be hugging it the whole night just so I don't have to feel my own stomach. Yeah. That's my move. Um, I've done that before. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's not much to do when you've eaten so much that you just feel like you like cannot go on. Oh my God. Literally every <laughs> like, meal. What do you do to make that? And while that feeling waits to pass? Well, like, yeah. <laughs> well, then it's the worst when you're dating someone. They're like, well, why don't you touch me? And it's like, no, get the fuck away. Right. I'm dealing with my own shit over here. Yeah. No one wants to touch. I don't want to be, be touched or touch anyone. My body just feels like it's like a mess. People who touch other people's stomachs, they should be eradicated. Never got a belly buster? I, I hate people who touch people's stomachs. You ever gotten or given a belly buster? What's a belly buster? Like it's a, like when you blow into someone's belly button. Isn't that called like a merple? A nurple? 
I don't know. I've, I've heard it's called a belly buster. Maybe I got the name. But whatever that is. Okay. Not, like not for you. Not for me. <laughs> That's not Thanksgiving. Erogenous zone. Thanksgiving, when you're on thirds and someone touches your stomach, it's like, I will rip off <laughs> your fucking finger. Like, what's wrong with you? Off. Who taught you how to be a human on this earth? People touching you in gen- me in general makes me feel, but the stomach is, is The strange. touching is yeah. crazy. It's enough with the physical contact. People that have to poke you when they see you, why don't you get the fuck out of my life? Why don't you, why don't you leave? People poke you? I'm just saying there are these people I don't that even like are so uncomfortable with themselves, I hate hugging. You know what I hate? I hate work hugging. Yeah. For whatever like reason, a, and this might just be in comedy, whenever a guy, like I hated this, when I first started comedy, all the male comics would anytime they'd see you, they'd you know, high five, give a you know, handshake, whatever. But anytime they'd see a female comic, they'd feel give the need that they had to give them a hug. Ugh. I was not in on that train. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Because I, I, I was like, why? What, I'd rather just give a wave to everybody. I hate hugging. It's, I find it very, especially, unless it's like a real like, intimate moment, I feel like it's like an awkward, like we have, to, we have to put our arms around each other to say hello We should only goodbye. be hugging people we love. Yeah. No hugging like like acquaintances. Or if you leave a work meeting and someone's like, Great to see you. Uh, Thanks so much for coming in. Like, well, uh, Hold on. This is, let's take it to dating. Yeah. The, you know, let's do the podcast. Um, <laughs> the hug, you meet someone. Here's the, here's the scenario. Mm-hmm. You meet someone on a dating app. Okay. Okay. He plans a date. He says, I'll be at this restaurant at eight o'clock. And then he texts you. Hey, I'm outside. You get to that first date, hug or handshake. When you get there, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do a hug. Hug, right? I don't, I don't like it, but I feel like it's the <laughs> least, it's the less awkward thing. To, I'm also like a pretty awkward person, so that's I okay. Like, I have a tough time getting in there, and then you I have sure? a tough, if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't go well, and there's no kiss, and you do the goodbye hug, that's also yeah. kind of weird for me. It's, I think it shows think confidence not- in the guy. Because yeah. when I am on a, a first date and a girl gets to the bar and I'm outside of the bar, I always text, hey, I'm here because I'm an early, I like to get to places early, mm-hmm. make sure I know where the bathroom is. Um, and what I, I'll say, and I'll say, hey, good to see you. And I go straight in for a hug. Okay. Because That's I'm good. like. It breaks the ice a little break bit. Break the ice. Yeah. And, and also like, great to, great to meet you in person. Oh, good to see you. You know, like I, I think it's a. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you could understand if someone was like, I don't even know this, but why would I fucking hug this person? Yeah. I mean, I'll do it because it, it seems like the socially acceptable move. Sure. But it's if in my in my perfect world, I, I don't think we would start that way. But at least let's hug based on the fact that we both have um, agreed based on this app that for a half a second we would bang each other. Yeah, there was a, a thought had crossed both. Of, yeah. both of your minds. But let's talk more about some dating. Listen, if you have an email, uup at betches dot com, uup at betches dot com. Keep sending these emails; they're great and. You got to keep telling friends. I know I say it every week. I know why it sucks to hear me say it. It feels like a, a broken record. But let me tell you this, okay? I don't pa- think you say it enough. I don't think. Thank you, <laughs> Jordana. At least I have your support. You're right. Give me more. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And I, l- let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk to your, to your rebuttals. Okay. Uh, it's weird. You know, my friends, they don't listen to pot. I Just get do it. it. Just fucking do it. Okay. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. And I get it. People get weirdly offended when you push a podcast on them. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't do that. It's okay. 
Take a screenshot. Make it your Instagram story. Tag us both. I'll send you a little heart because I appreciate it. Totes preach. Okay? Yeah. So No one will ever regret you telling them about this podcast. Nobody. That's what you can trust. People love this show. It gets bigger every week. It gets bigger every week. I'm not just saying that. I'm meeting the people. I'm out in the streets where they're talking. They're buzzing. It's a war zone. The only way podcasts keep going is via the listeners pushing it to the top. So rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. What are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we are talking about dating apps, we're talking about pictures, and we're talking about things you that are acceptable to ask or not ask. Okay, what do you mean? Um, so one girl wrote in um, a question, which I think, as a taller girl myself, I've, I can relate to. I'm going to read it. How tall are you? I'm like 5'8". You're 5'8"? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you say that like you don't believe me. Well, I'm 5'7 and 3 quarters. I'm 5... I'll tell the listeners this. Okay. Okay. I'm 5'8". Okay. And a half. But okay. nothing makes, in my opinion, nothing makes you sound less confident that and a half. And a half? Like if Why I go, I'm five, five eight, nine. I don't like to, uh, I want to undersell over okay. deliver. Oh, I want to nice. be a tall five eight. That's a good move. I'd rather be a tall five eight than a short five nine. nine. So I fair. always say five eight. Because okay. listen, and I have gotten comments from people, you're five, like, you know, you don't seem 5'8". You seem eight. taller than that. I do seem taller than that. I, this is because Stay I'm under, undersell. Right. That's a good, that's over a good move. So right. to all the men out there, this is always... I've never had a moment where I've been unhappy with saying 5'8 instead of 5'8 and a half or 5'9". <laughs> you can't say 5'8 and a half. I can't say 5'8 and a half. No, it sounds like the kid who says I'm three and three quarters. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? I'm four and a half. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm this many. Yeah. That's me. That's the guy version of Delver. And, and listen, and this is a very New York specific reference. It's kind of like when a girl in, in New York, I'll explain for all our people across the world because they're listening in Brisbane, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of listeners in Ireland. I think. Really? Yeah, I hear from the Irish chicks all the time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, but what I will say is in New York, there's areas of New York that you can move to when you get out of college, okay? Okay. The one area that's the punchline for women to move to, especially Jewish women, is Murray, Murray Hill. Hill. People I used do, to live there. Okay, good for you. And you say it proudly, which <laughs> yes. you should. People get weird about saying that they live in Murray Hill. The female equivalent of 5'9", when you're 5'8 and a half, or saying 5'8 and a half is when girls will try and go outside of themselves right. to say, I live in Kips Bay. Kips fucking <laughs> Bay. I know what you're doing. You don't live in Kiss it's Bay. It's like Northern Grammar State. Yeah. <laughs> they start saying other areas yeah. when it makes you look like more of a liar than like right. it makes you look like you hate your own life. Yeah, you gotta be confident and whatever. Who gives a shit? Be who you are or undersell what you have. Exactly. You know, so no I, one I, likes someone who's like trying to pull one over on them. Yeah. I well, I used to live on 24th and 3rd. 24th between 2nd and 3rd. If you go look at a map, it's Gramercy, yeah. which is another area of New York, which you just said, of northern Gramercy. <laughs> people don't feel as weird about telling people they live in Gramercy because there's less of this like punchline to it. Right. There it just makes a point, you a cliche, but who gives a who shit? Who gives a right, shit? You're yeah. a cliche because it's true. true. So I would always say, when I even started doing, when I lived in Gramercy, 24th and 2nd, between 2nd and 3rd, I started telling people I lived in Murray Hill. I just got I didn't give a shit. You do the undersell. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I live in Murray. And then people come over, a girl come over and go, you don't live in Murray. I go, 
yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter to I me. I love that move. Even That's though great. I, it does matter to me. Yeah. It matters so much that I'm reversing this whole reverse psychology. Yeah. So that's the thing with like height and stuff. And I'll say this to guys. Like if you're listening as a dude, mm-hmm. like this whole height thing is only, I think the height stuff is a, uh, is a paper tiger. It's not a, I think you're not, it's not a real thing to fight. Okay. You are what you is. What you is is good. And it's going to be good for someone. Yeah. So your like height is, else. it's like yeah. anything else. Your height is your height is your height. Um, you can't get around it. The only time it looks bad is when you start taking alleyways you around your height. Right. Or if you make it, if you get sensitive about it, it makes it a bigger deal. Even worse. Right. I'll only date and, guys over 5'11". Okay, good. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I'll get my blowjobs elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like guys get super offended by this and yeah. I don't understand it. Why are you fighting a fight? That doesn't exist. Right. Just look for someone that's, let's, that wants what you're selling. Yeah. And what this girl wrote in about her height, right? So right? she said, um, hi, Jordan and Jared. Love the podcast. Quick question. Is it okay to ask someone how tall they are on a dating app if they don't list it in their profile? I'm 5'7". I would prefer to date a guy who's at least 5'10". Um, should I just assume anyone who, who doesn't list it is super short or is it okay... Or is it okay to work it into the conversation? If it is okay, how do you uh, casually bring that up? I feel like it's rude to ask it right off the bat, but on the other hand, it's such a waste of time to talk for days and then learn someone is 5'1". That is pretty well, rare. <laughs> I'm annoyed at this email. Because yeah. now I've already had this whole speech okay. about your height is your height and it doesn't matter. And, and now then, you're like, this girl's a fucking bitch? <laughs> this girl's not a bitch, but we have to like, you have to have some level of self-responsibility. What do you mean? You're talking to a guy on an app and it's going really well. Okay. You looked at his pictures. He looks fairly tall enough for you. Right. You got to do some investigation. Well, investigate. You've investigated as properly as you can. You're not sure. He could be five, six, or he could be six foot. Right. He ain't five one and he ain't seven foot. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you have to be. To go, well, how tall are you? If you've had a good conversation, <laughs> well, you're being a dick. Yeah, well, I was speaking to a guy once about this, and he said some girls will write, like, if I'm only looking for guys over something on their sure. like dating apps or something like that. He goes, and he thought that was, like, so rude. He was like, what if I wrote, like, only looking for girls, like, under 130 pounds? <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. But also, <laughs> the girl who has to write that to me, like has to write only looking for guys above five ten, only looking for it, it, in the same way that the guys like I I'm only you're like the guy if the guy wrote I'm only looking for girls under 130 pounds you'd be like don't you have fucking eyes <laughs> like what are you gonna what are you, oh, what, you're 131 right I mean it is hard to tell sometimes on a thing it's like but I'm saying trust right. yourself enough right trust, trust your instincts in enough somewhat of a range yeah, they, they're yeah. in the range and like and, and also if you've swiped right on them that's a little inkling that you think they're attractive if you then talk to them and you've enjoyed the conversation conversation now okay now the inkling is now a thought now if you look at the picture and you go i'm not sure about the height but like i've had a good time talking to them why you know and then you go on the date and they're not as tall as what you thought they would be 
like let people surprise you. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I'm that's, saying, like, if, if you've gotten if that's the, a thing that you can't get over, everyone is allowed to like have certain physical things that they sure. prefer and they're mostly attracted to. That's not like a. I think people can call that like shallow, but everyone has a thing that they like. You know. I'm not calling it shallow. I'm calling it you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I and I mean that in the most nice way <laughs> I can say it, way nicest way possible. And what I mean by that is like, you don't have to have all the answers. Right. Well, also, yeah, you can also like go on a date with someone, take a risk that they're not exactly what you would imagine they like would yeah would but look like. You're. Let me give the alternative. You know nothing about them except they're 5'10". Right. Are you going on the date just because it's a 5'10 Some girls body? Would. <laughs> Some girls would. I'm saying, yeah. I, but that to me is like a horrific alternative. Right. To know, like, as far as time waste, uh, you know, 5'10 person you know nothing about, you've never had a conversation mm. with, versus 5'7 right. guy that you can see what their face looks like and have had a conversation with. Have you been on um have you been on a lot of dating app, app dating app dates? Yeah. Yeah. What, I mean, what, right. what are we doing here? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I assume. So I've I'm been on like dates do, with girls where they've do, been do different than gr- their pictures. Do most girls look like fairly in the range of their of their Most photos? girls look around. I think it's overblown how much girls don't look like their pictures. I think it's overblown. You think they look... So you're I, saying you think they mostly do look they like They mostly look right. how, they, how they are presented in the pictures. Right. The other thing is, like, I've never been on a date and been like, this isn't what I ordered, time to leave. <laughs> like, I just right. think, like, let's have some common decency. Yeah. And in, in the common decency, people will ask me questions that I, uh, a lot that they don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. I, I think with this internet world where we're not, like, we're, we have the screen in the way, so we don't feel things as much, we think we can just say whatever right. we you, want. you wouldn't ask it to someone's face. Yeah. How tall are you? No, you're standing right next to me. Right. You know, you know what I am. Like, I have a lot of people, they'll send me pictures <laughs> of, I, I think this is like relevant to like the celebrity lookalike conversation. Right. I think there's no reason to tell someone what celebrity they look like unless it's <laughs> the most great looking. We know the celebrities we look like that are the top end people. Yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, it's for yourself when you're saying that. You want yes, them to like validate. Like, sure. Like, yeah, I get that all the time or something. You yeah. want to you know the ones you like. Yeah. And then if someone comes at you and goes, you know, you look like, and then it's like this. What like, do you get that's so offensive that's, that's been making you think about this? I will get two. Okay. And I've written about this. Okay. I get two lookalikes. Joey from Friends. Okay. I take that as a compliment. It's a solid one. It's, good look, that that's a a good looking man. I'm cool with it. Yeah. He is classically good looking features. Yeah. The other one I get is Jason Biggs. Okay. And anytime someone says I look like Jason Biggs, I'm not saying Jason is a bad you looking don't look guy. Like Jason Biggs. So. Fine. But when they say it, mm-hmm. it's always screams anti Semitism to me. And I know Jason Biggs isn't yeah. Jewish, but I think what they're saying is you look Jewy to me. Right. So I'm taking other Jewy looking curly hair, uh, you know, features of the Jew yeah. look and comparing it to you to let you know that's what I think of you. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, I could, it's like and, a, it's like telling like a black, a random black person they look like Denzel Washington. Any black right, guy. Yeah. yeah. What do you get? <laughs> I've gotten from non-Jews. I've gotten Leah Michelle. Really? <laughs> I don't think I really look like her, though. I can see it. Yeah, sure. Like in a in a Jewy actress sure. kind of like way. Sure. Um, that's like. Was I don't really anyone get a lot. offend you? I don't really get. 
um, I don't really get told I look like celebrities a lot. I don't know. I one time I think everyone look thinks they look one celebrity better looking than they do. Yeah, I think we've yeah we discussed. <laughs> Have we discussed yeah. this? I think so. Yeah. When I asked the guy if he looked like uh, who he thought he looked like, and he said Vin Diesel, <laughs> and it was, and I go, you know, you look like Michael yeah. Chiklis from The Shield, Every- and he was so offended. Um, but I'm I'm saying this is. This is kind of in the the questions that don't need to be asked mm-hmm. thing, where you're literally putting, um, you're like with the how tall are you after having a fun conversation. Like you you have to trust your own instincts a little bit more than needing this specific answer that really doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you to a place that it's like, okay, you, there's personal responsibility right. in these things. Have you ever asked someone for a picture? We also got an email about that. The one the one right after she want this. Yeah, I'll read it. Yeah, read it. Hi, you uppers. I love this podcast and consistently, uh, constantly am thinking in my dating life, what would Jared and Jordana say? That's, That's so great. nice. We're in someone's head. I'm happy to be there. Um, here's my one of my recent struggling in the online dating world and I need some honest input and advice. I've been a long time on again, off again dating app user many times when initially talking to a guy on a dating app before we've met, we will frequently about 50% of the time ask for a picture of me. Now, sometimes it's clearly asking for a naughty pic, but sometimes it's unclear. uh, They may be asking for just an impromptu selfie for me. When this happens, I usually uh, immediately write off the guy. You can clearly see me in all my pictures head to toe. So, what do you want me to send to you another? So why do you want me to send you another? Plus, that feels very personal when I have never met you and barely had a text conversation. Am I just a huge prude thinking that just asking for pics from a girl, uh, naughty or nice, you haven't even been on a date with is a red flag? Please help me gain some perspective. Thanks. Love you guys. Um, I think this is a different scenario. Really? You don't? Th- you think that that's not weird? Oh, it's weird. <laughs> no, I think when you ask for someone's height, I think it's a you're not trusting yourself to go out with someone. Well, it's kind of like I understand. I understand why a girl would ask to to delayed come back at you on this a little bit. Sure. I understand why you'd want to do that. If you really can't tell and sometimes you can't. To be real, sometimes you really can't okay. tell. Well, there's not any pictures of any other people, or like something like that. You know, he's not you know, three right, five, right? You know, you're not like like attracted to people who are like shorter. You, I, I, I would never actually ask, but I would like. I prefer the dating apps that just say it because it saves me some time. I prefer like a hinge that just says the the, the thing. Fine, I, I pref- preferring it <laughs> and going to someone. Well, are you? <laughs> Five eight or five nine is to right. me. You're being ticky tacky at that. Yeah, point. no, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but you okay? So why do you, why do you think this one is the different? difference? When you're asking for someone's height, I think it's more about like, I think that's more about wondering, is this person into me? I'm making sure that, especially when guys ask for heights, it's like, okay, if I'm shorter than you, you might not like me, right? And when girls ask for heights, I want to make sure I like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're, it's a, it's a, for the picture thing. And let me speak for men and please don't hate me. Women who listen to this podcast, I'm going to give you some perspective. I'll let you know if they do. Let me know. Okay. I'm going to give you some perspective. You have to go to the grossest place with any guy. The reasons, there's two reasons we're asking for pictures. One is masturbation. We want to go the out with you with naughty ones. the naughty right. ones. Okay. We're, uh, even the non-naughty ones. <laughs> uh, we're just looking for 
extra resources to look into and you're rolling your eyes it's i'm just letting you know isn't there porn why do you need to like ask for a random girl there's also amateur porn so i I i'm saying no access to a picture of a naked lady there's something (laughs) but not a naked lady who just said that you were hot on a dating app fine so you know there's some reality porn to this that goes into it um, I'm not saying every guy's doing that, but I'm saying let's keep that in the equation if I'm going to be honest completely. Okay. Um, the other thing is checking um, the other pictures is is checking with it's it's really I think this is all about fucking. I think when you send a picture, whether it's naughty or nice, it's you being more vulnerable and agreeable to things that we would ask for in person. Okay. So now you send a picture, I send a picture, you send a picture, I send a picture. Now it's let me see your nipple. Now it's let me see your penis. Now you're, you know, one picture, nice pictures lead to naughty pictures for a lot of guys. Okay. So, so that's why they're asking? That's why they're asking. Yeah. I think that's, I mean. I don't really, I've been asked for a picture, I think, and I just haven't sent it because I'm not really. Don't, I, I would say I would to any girl out it, there, yeah. there's no good reason for a guy it, right. if you're to looking, ask for Especially if you're looking for like a relationship. Uh, <laughs> so there's no like reasonable yeah. reason for, and it's always guys. So there's yeah. very few girls. I've never dealt with this. Send me a pick. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what this gets you. You right. know, like I've never had that, but I do know guys do it. So that's the motivation. And for girls, just don't do it. And also, I think that's a re- it's a red flag if a guy asks for a di- for a picture. I've only asked for pictures for the wrong reasons. I, I'm <laughs> never, telling you. Never with good intentions. Never with good intentions. Right. I'm saying that, and I, and I mean that as your, you know, I'm your inside man, if you're right. listening to this podcast. Yeah. So as a guy, I'm just letting you know, there's never a good reason that a guy you've never met would ask for a pic. Now, a guy that you've met, yeah, I'm looking to in be sexy you with you. <laughs> just in case. Send it to a friend. Yeah. And timestamp that shit. I don't know. There's the other excuse that guys will give, like, oh, I want to make sure you look like your pictures, which is like, I just think it's bullshit. I think there's, I think when you, a guy gets you to send a picture, it is, um, it's in a way getting you to say yes to things. Right. Which sounds like a weird way to, to do that. It's awful. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not defending it. I'm just giving you All right, girls. The now reality. you know the in, it, what's going on in his head. Don't send any. In his head. Their head. His, <laughs> their heads. Yeah. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast 15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. 
Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's do some emails. Right. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. We want, we want specific. We want questions. We want brevity. Yes, and interesting. Hey, Jordan and Jared. Uh, huge fan of the podcast. Love what you guys are doing. My question is about what to do when it's someone you just started dating's birthday. I've been going out with this guy Ooh. for a month, and we haven't defined anything, but we have a really good time together. Unfortunately for me, his birthday is coming up, and I don't know what the most appropriate thing to do is. Take him to dinner? I am definitely not getting him a gift. That seems crazy. Plus, yeah. I wouldn't even know what to get. But should I get him some small token, bake him something? I don't want to look like a crazy psycho, but I also don't want to to seem like I'm a thoughtless person and uncaring. Um, I want to do something sweet, but not weird and definitely not over the top. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. I have a, I have a lot of opinion. I have a very specific opinion on this. Um, I can tell you what I actually done. What have you done? Guy. Okay. So I actually, my boyfriend, when I started seeing him, his birthday was a month, exactly a month tough, after I started seeing him. Tough time. Um, I just planned an activity that was like, I planned a yes. date and like, that was his birthday I paid for it. I planned it. Experience dates yeah. should be the first two years. Mm-hmm. We went bowling. He was the same guy who loves magic. So yeah. he likes bowling as well. <laughs> magic guy. Yeah. And I like set it up and I paid for it. I think that's like no gift. It's like a, it's like, I a, always think of gifts. Here's how I think of gifts. Okay. I never want to be, this might be a stretch, but let, let me, okay. Let me try this for a second. No gifts ever. I think experience gifts are the best to give for the first two years. I don't. Yeah. Th- I, I personally don't even like giving a gift. I, I'd like to do the thing. I'd like to experience something with the person I like and know that I'm bringing it to them that they never would have done and we never would have done together. Yeah. I think that's a perfect gift. I think an experience gift is great. It's like, because it's like, one, it's also a gift for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's like a fun, like who needs like an object from a person that they could you could buy yourself. This is the other thing. Why are we you know? And then also that object, if it ends, just reminds you of that person. Like or right. that gets you just have to they throw have to it take out, take it back, or you throw it out. Like I always think I brought this one girl to like my cousin's bar mitzvah once, and I always think the worst thing ever is to be brought as a date to a, a family function, and then have them take a picture, and then you be in the picture. Okay. Because I always think if this doesn't work out, t- 20 years from now, they're going to look at the picture and be like, remember when you dated that loser? And then it, you, every time that picture comes up, there's just the talk. Uh, there's a, at, at a minimum a 20-minute Your mom's calling fest. your ex as a loser? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's look, tough. I'm not saying my mom is. I'm saying they look at me and like, I think any, like right. I want to leave. Oh, a, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, okay. You so don't like, want to be in any. If okay. I'm brought to a wedding, I don't want to be in the family picture yeah. until I'm married. Yeah. No, I think that's normal. I don't think you need to be in. This is kind of the same with gifts though. Mm -hmm. You're just left behind to be a reminder. You're just a 20 minute talk. But then you also can't do that thing again with a different, with like with someone else. You can't go bowling with another guy. I guess you can. Yeah. It kind of makes it, it's, it makes that, it taints the experience though. Sometimes you were like done something with someone and then like whenever someone mentions doing that thing, you just like only think of that person. I'm going to the same date spot every week with a new girl. (laughs) 
I'm winking at the that waiter. Bar, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I am saying that this object becomes right. like, I'm saying from the giver's point of view. Mm-hmm. I won't. I don't want the one thing that gets everyone going. Remember when you dated that com- comedian? He wasn't even funny, <laughs> you know. Like, and then like I'm imagining this friend group talking about me in the most awful terms. Okay. So uh, to get away from that experience, date. Yeah, I think they're also more meaningful, which might be not what you're looking for. But I feel like it's just a better way to get to know someone anyway. Let's like, do they, no one needs like your thing, like shirt yeah. or like. I can buy my own shit. Yeah, that's not like... You don't need someone to buy you that, really. Jared Jordana. I'm going to skip the tacky flattery and intro and jump straight into it. I'm a 25 single straight guy. I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on pretty guys in the dating world. Have you ever heard of pretty guys? Um, Yeah, I, I have. It's like a guy who's like very classically good looking. Okay. Like, uh, I'm trying... Like a thanks for not saying me right away. Um, <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> trying to think of one. No, you know what I mean. I'm it's right like, here, it's almost, Jordana. Like, almost has like feminine features. Like they're they're like beautiful. Okay. Like I'm trying. I understand. To, I'm trying to think of like an example of like an actor or someone. Like almost like the it's almost like the baby faced actors. What, what if I just came out with a name like in five seconds? And I was like, what about I? <laughs> like yeah. I just had a guy. In it's mind. gonna come to me by the time you finish reading this email. I'll let you know. Like uh. Like a Zac Efron, maybe, or something. Efron's pretty. Like a Ryan Philippe, or Felipe, I don't he's know how the you say it. Yeah, he's got like a, a, like, almost like he looks like he could be in like a museum. Like, oh, interesting. A like sculpted face. Guess I don't boyish, have a, Boyish features. I guess I don't have a museum face. It's not like a rugged, it's not like, you have a more of like a rugged man Thank look. you. Do you know what I mean? For bringing back my ego. Yeah. Um, over the years, through high school, college, and now post-grad. Like an Abercrombie kids model. Totally. Sorry. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber. Mm. Yeah, Babes. Justin Bieber is pretty. I've been told an insane amount of times how, he puts in quotes, pretty, gorgeous, and stunning of a man I am physically. Stunning. Have you ever heard of Stun- Stunning feels like he added that one yeah. in. Stunning. Or like something your, your like aunt would say. Yeah. He's stunning. He's stunning. Gorgeous. You gotta go out with him. He's stunning. <laughs> I don't know why whenever we do, I, I, I guess you do, do an aunt impression, she always like has a smoking issue. I it must be The Simpsons. <laughs> I feel like The Simpsons has groomed Fuck a whole generation yeah. <laughs> on single aunts being just like, haggard smokers. Seriously. Um, I can't even tell you how many times this has happened. That all sounds well and good, and I probably sound like a narcissist dick talking about it. However, none of these comments have translated into relationships or women reciprocating interest in dating. And honestly, my online dating matches are few and far between. Women have told me that I am prettier than they are quite a bit, and I don't know how to take that. My own guy friends mentioned that I turn heads. His guy friends? (laughs) From the 1950s? It's a head turner. Oh, good old James boy. Maybe, his, maybe his, all of his friends are people's aunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the reporters in the 50s. I keep imagining, James, turn some heads. And don't even get me started on the gay dudes. <laughs> I used to brush it off and assume it was a compliment. Now I'm not quite sure. To me, if there's no social action or actual interest from a girl, then what's the point? I'm worried I'm only a pretty to look at but not to touch type of person. I read an article recently that said women date down based on several factors, social, socially and physio- physiologically. 
Those are tough words. Psychologically, yeah. Psychologically? Oh, I am an idiot. Uh, What the (laughs) hell? I kind of wanted thoughts from you on your different perspectives on the situation. Maybe I need to try and be more approachable or I'm giving off some rude vibes. Are women really ever intimidated by a pretty guy in the dating world? Do I just keep taking the compliments and and let them look? Is pretty guy problems a thing? Ha ha. That's his ha-ha, not mine, FYI. I don't know. Hopefully you guys read this and at the very least get a kick out of it. Either way, thanks in advance. This is a great email. Yeah. I really appreciate interesting. it. It's an interesting It's an interesting issue. dilemma. I'd love to hear what you think uh, women think of pretty guys. Um, I think people like attractive people, so I don't think like that in itself is the issue. Mm. Um, I think maybe there's something else that he's sort of like, he's saying it's because he's like, too good looking or too pretty mm-hmm. people like attract people women can be intimidated by people who are like too good looking mm-hmm. i've had this discussion with female friends where we're like you want someone that you're attracted to but not everyone is attracted to <laughs> so you don't have to like be doing work constantly it's not fucked up at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah i understand no i mean like you want someone who like you can like feel that you don't want to like them to walk outside and be attacked sure <laughs> and also i mean I, i'd assume that he's you know if you're a pretty dude like I'm not, you know, like, is he well, is he too well kept? Is there something that are women afraid of guys who are like too manicured or too, yeah, too put together? Maybe it makes them seem like one, a little high maintenance or a little more judgmental. And I think a lot of the times guys who have always been good looking don't necessarily work on like being more outgoing or being like more... Um, putting themselves out there more, more. available. So I don't think it's the pretty thing. I don't really think any, that's like a real issue. I think it's it's something else that you're kind of like that maybe has somewhat is somewhat correlated to the pretty thing. That's sure. really like the thing that's causing whatever dating issues that you have. I don't think being good looking in itself is really a dating. Other yeah, thing. I mean, I, unless I, you're overly relying on it. I'll say this: um, I have a good looking friend. And I would assume that this has happened to this guy, that it becomes the thing that people ball bust you about. So that's a tough thing to be ball busted about because there's no, because then it intimidates everyone around you. So I can understand that if he's getting all his buddies being like, ah, pretty boy, the pretty, the gorgeous guy when girls walk up and it's like, look at my friend, look how good looking he is. The more people... they're fucking up his game with that? I think there's a fuck up of his game where guys are like so, you know, every guy's ball busting is to take attention off themselves. Right. So the only way to take attention off of me would be to look at him and go, look at that pretty, you know, look how beautiful he is. He's gorgeous. And then the girl would laugh at it and maybe a girl wouldn't talk to him because she would think, you know, girls with like, you know, have an opinion of themselves or whatever it is. A girl who has her own insecurities, which we all have, right. might be like, well, he must think he's as good looking as his friends keep saying. Well, that's what I'm so saying. So he doesn't want to talk to me. That's what I'm saying about the like overly relying on people to come to you. Sometimes if you're good looking, mm. you're brought up, you usually you get a lot of attention, especially when you're younger. So you don't really like put yourself out there or make moves. But in this case with the friend, like, yeah, a girl might think that. But if the guy's talking to her and the guy's like going after her. Yeah, but then- that's a way of a funny guy. And I'd, I'd be this. I'd be the other guy being like, look at that face. And then I'd talk to her. Because I'm going to use my other skills. Blocked? Yeah, right. I think I, I'm using my skills as not as good looking guy okay. that I've developed over the years of not fucking <laughs> to, okay. to talk to girls in the way I know how to talk to them. Right, because you had to overcome perhaps had to co- shit, overcome like... this awful face. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, but I'm, like, I, you, like the, the 
especially like growing up, I feel like the more you've had to like grow into your looks or something, mm-hmm. even more per time you've had to like one develop more of a personality or oh. like a little something to say, and like you don't you don't. People who are too good looking often don't have a ton to say because they're kind of just like riding off the good lookingness. And and also people put you on such a pedestal that it's hard to like escape. How that. do you yeah. you know? And there's this whole idea of like punching up versus punching down. Like you can make fun of rich people, but to make fun of poor people is like right. mean. Yeah, that Chris so, Rock. It's, yeah. it's, uh, but punching up is like a huge subject in comedy. Yeah. Because it and now we're at a point where like maybe it's reversing. Like people are made like it, there's a way. I don't know. I won't get into the yeah. nitty gritty of this. Ugly but, people can make fun of attractive people. They collab. Well, this is right? the thing. Yeah. So how this guy's always at the top of the mountain. It's very tough for him to pull off a personality, I would assume, because how does he make fun of these other people and look? He can't look at his friend and be like, "Yeah, you're an ugly bitch," <laughs> you know, like because everyone right. will go. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's locked into a corner. I could, I, I empathize with him because his friends say he's good looking. He has to be appreciative. Mm-hmm. His friends make fun of him for being good looking. He has to be appreciative. He can't make fun of any of his friends for being sloppy losers. Right, but he could find something else they're probably a little more advanced in than he is. Let's oh, this guy's fucking genius. But it's but this is the thing with the with making fun of people. Yeah, he's a genius, but no one knows. I don't have my SAT scores on right. my T-shirt. Okay, this is a, his is the easiest looks are yeah. the easiest thing to make fun. They're there because they're right there, and everyone gets to see him. When I okay. when I do a show, you know, if I host a show, I look around the room and I see people like you know I don't attack an audience, but like I'll see someone in the front if they're like dressed in. You know, like a you know a polo shirt that's you know whatever colored. I would look at him. I go, thank you for coming on your yacht. Everyone looks at him. They look. He looks like a yacht guy. He's ultra white. Yeah, easy to make fun of. You think okay. I can't look at you know? And so you're saying maybe this guy should let himself go a little more. <laughs> you should be. Like, I don't know. If you that's should be like the Leo. I think his time. answer has to be different. I think his answer has to be you have to trust the noise. And what I okay. mean by that is. You're getting told you're good looking enough that you should start talking to women more and making an effort more. Right. You understand you're a good looking fucking dude and use that. This guy, me who makes fun of you, I'm using what I got. Right. You need to start approaching women that you're attracted to and trusting that. Yeah. Be confident in that. Own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. You're the good looking. You're and, high. And, and if you feel a little tingle in your balls because you see a girl across the bar... Go talk to that fucking girl. Yeah. And go up to her. And That's the first thing you say yeah. is, you're welcome. The most good looking guy in the bar just talked to you. Don't say that. <laughs> no, don't say that. But I, <laughs> I, 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 but I do also think, and another piece of advice I'll give mm. this guy, why don't you dress down a little bit? That's what I'm saying. The Leo thing, you know, he looks like when he like grew his hair out, long yeah. beard or some shit. Scraggly. Like, I'm more than just a beautiful, yeah. talented, I'm rich actor. actor who <laughs> only dates models. Yeah. Maybe like, but I'm saying like if he dresses up and if he takes a lot of pride, right. like maybe yeah. you Take go, some of the edge off. Yeah. Like, you know, let seem it Seem gro- approachable. Seem a little bit more approachable and also approach. Right. That's true.
there's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let me, let me read another one. Okay. Hey, guys. First of all, love the podcast. Comedic relief for some important topics. Here's my question. My roommate has been dating her boyfriend for about six months, and they are truly in love. <laughs> I'm so happy for her, but sometimes they're a little much. We'll be watching TV, and she'll be draped all over him. <laughs> he will be massaging her feet, <laughs> back legs. This sounds like a nightmare. To you live name with. it. Uh, mind your... Mind you, our couch isn't huge, but we can all fit comfortably without the knees <laughs> to stay on top of each They're other. They're like the family from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the grandparents are in one bed. This sounds terrible. I'm also very confused about the necessity of the massaging. <laughs> I feel like that can happen during their alone time. Like, I'm sorry. Am I crazy or is this truly bizarre? Am I being sensitive because I'm single as fuck? I don't think so. And the other... And other friends don't seem to think so. How can they bring this up to her without it being weird? Anyway, sorry for the saga. Can't wait for the unfiltered, honest feedback. This is, I mean, it does sound like a nightmare because here's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Here are the assumptions I'm making. They might not be true. I'm just assuming, like, I don't know if this is person's New York based, where they're okay. based. Okay. But imagine in New York, and I don't want to make this too New York-y, 
But um, we just talk shit about Murray Hill for like twenty minutes. I, I think know. we're past that. <laughs> I think we're past that. Um, but post grad living is a abomination. You think you're gonna look back at your first apartment after senior year and you're gonna think. Oh my god! I can't believe I live that way in yeah, that close a quarter. Definitely true. So I and 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 when you first move in, you're like, "This is great. No more dorm room. No more whatever. No more this. No more that. No more sorority floor. Whatever it is." Right. Um. But these windowless cages that you live in at when your first post grad apartment with a roommate, right? That too close a quarters to have a third person there. Breathing heavy with this yeah. massage shit, so I'm just imagining that, that she's on a. Annoying. Uh, yeah. It's annoying. So they're on a they're on a three person couch watching Netflix with this fucking, you know this this rub fest going on right. next door. Like it's, it's also awful. like it's also like an awkward thing to have to like like say because you sound kind of bitter. I think when you're like, uh, this is a female to, thing. You gotta say it in like a yeah. I think you need to say it in like a joking but like kind of serious. Like oh like why don't you guys like. Stop fucking massaging each other but, in front of me. <laughs> but the bitter thing is such a female thing to me because women compete with their level of relationship. Right. And that's a real that's a real thing. And I think that although this does sound really annoying, despite even if she sure. had a boyfriend, I do think like someone being in a relationship in your vicinity, if you're feeling like lonely and single, sure. can definitely like amplify that and kind of make you want to like kill yourself. Ooh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I but she's she's not wrong. You right. this is your living place. Uh, yeah. If they've been super in love, I'm, I'm sure they're spending too many nights massaging together. Massaging sounds the mas- crazy. The feet. I mean, what are we doing? The I. But I think from as a guy looking at that, like if my buddy was there with his girl, I just go in my bedroom and I would right. go hang out and fucking. Yeah, as would I. Yeah, but. but like- I do understand that girls have this thing amongst them where the one in the relationship will rebut her. Yo, you got to fucking stop with you're just saying that because you're single. Right. And it's like, fuck that bitch. That's well, not, you, this girl has a right to feel yeah. uncomfortable in her living space and want to sit on the couch and watch her shows Wait, without I, I agree. Johnny massages coming no, up. No, I agree. Whether or not that's, even I'm saying, if, even if it was true, you still have a right to be annoyed, even if that's like, yes. part, even that's, even that's a subconscious thing in your head. It's of course. still like, a, you're still, uh, that sound, that's like super irritating. And I always, I mean, it's super annoying to just have a third person in your apartment. That's anyway, what I'm saying. Like you were saying. It's an extra body yeah. in a place that only needs two bodies. Right. And that's like where you are all the time, too. Yeah. You know, nothing very... worse than the couple that's always... Nothing worse. You know what's a, a bad roommate? A roommate that's always there. That's, that's a bad roommate. Yeah. And that... You know what's an even worse roommate? A roommate that's <laughs> always there with a boyfriend yeah. or a girlfriend. Have you ever... That been uh, had a roommate with a guy with a girlfriend all yes over it did it never ended and I would just like go out like it would right. force me out of the apartment Maybe much it's a more good thing then yeah it, it it's it can be a good thing I would say to her you're not gonna get through to her in front of the boyfriend right yeah I wouldn't start it with both of them there no I would like tell her. I would, yeah, I would have a little talk with her and tell her like it just it makes you feel a little weird mm. and like you want to you want to hang out and like you're happy to hang out with them there even but you also like makes you feel a little weird when they're like being intimate around you. Yeah, I want I, and I I'm trying to think of like another thing you could blame it on because no one ever wants to hear the thing that's true. Right. <laughs> you know like hey, you and your boyfriend rubbing each other is fucking <laughs> gross and creepy and it makes me want to fuck never. So <laughs> can you stop that shit? Like that'd be the way you would directly well, go saying, at it. Well, she can she can blame if she wants to like if she wants to use that card about like the singleness. 
you make it about her that's interesting that almost makes it less offensive if you're like hey like i've been feeling like super like kind of like 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 self-conscious about my the state of my like my relationship status and like when i see you guys like so in love it just like sometimes makes me feel bad so like see that makes her feel look like such a loser (laughs) that i can't i can't rubber stamp that it does make her seem like kind of a loser but i'm saying like if you that kind of the Super, biggest, biggest fucking loser, loser. <laughs> but I think she's it, on an NBC the, I think the show now. Way, it's way less likely to cause like a weird tension or friction because it's then it's like oh like you're doing me a favor by doing this. Here's what I'll say though, actually, and kind of as a rebuttal to that okay. advice, my best roommate I ever had was my younger brother. Really? Okay, because we lived together, and fights happened like a match. They would, you know, arguments right away and, escalate. They happened right away and then went out right away. Okay. It was never a, you know, a simmering thing. It was a match. So he would say, he would get mad, yell at me, I'd yell at him, we'd go in different rooms and then we'd come back and be fine. Okay. Um, and, but it was a really, uh, as far as a roommate situation was concerned, it was all out there. Yeah. I think the worst roommate situations are the ones that people don't acknowledge what the fuck is going on. So then it becomes like a relationship the fight becomes about other things then you end up hating each other right. and you're passive aggressive all the time because it's awkward if you're not like absurdly close to someone like you are with your sibling where you know that they're always going to be there sure no matter what you say to them um but for the year this person's always going to be there yeah you have a contract so they have to sleep at home yeah so you're going to have to deal with it and if you deal with it in passive aggressive terms that becomes like, it, it's just this mess that you're walking around that you never clean up. Right. So I think for me, if she just went to her and was like, I can't fucking watch the massaging. <laughs> like, it's so, I mean, you're laughing because it right. would be a funny conversation yeah. that would hurt the, the roommate at first and be like, uh, what? And then you'd be like, it's just so much massaging. It is so much massaging. And I know you guys are in love and I know you guys are having a great relationship. I don't care. It doesn't make me feel bad about my life. It really (laughs) just makes me feel uncomfortable in my own home. Can you at least try to do your massaging elsewhere or do uh, go hang out in your room when I'm trying to hang out in the area to watch fucking This Is Us? Yeah, I think I that's, that's the direct route. It's nice. The girl might get a little defensive. She'd be like, "We don't even, we don't, we don't do that." What are you talking about? You don't. Here's a, and then I, my response would be, "You don't." Yeah, he doesn't touch your feet ever. Does he touch your feet? Did <laughs> I imagine that? You take pics that you can come with. Take a picture. This is what I had to fucking look at. Yeah. I had to look That's at a, a fucking porno for some. Yeah, and couples should know that if they're in a relationship, no one wants to see you happy. <laughs> Save that shit for your private time. Fuck your happiness. Right. And also, listen, if you say it and she can't take that, yeah, you're going to move out. Yeah. When the lease is done, you'll find a new and fucking it's roommate. A, it's not that good of a friendship if you can't just say that because... Yeah. And you can say it with a smile. I think, I think that's why, like, I think that's where texts leave us wrong. You, I, I mean, I've been in arguments with people over text and they last like three days. Okay. If I called that person, it'd be over in 10 minutes. Hey, I, and I always, I always give, uh, I call it the compliment sandwich. Right. Yes. The compliment sandwich. Love that. Compliment sandwich. So happy you're in love. He's like, I love your boyfriend. Yeah. You got to stop touching each other. I love you. Stop (laughs) fucking touching each other. 
<laughs> you know, you added, that takes you all some, the, some bread in between, some stuff after. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it just it 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 it, it, it softens any blow, right? Because I mean, you're pos- you're being positive and oh, you're saying nice shit. Yeah, I posted this on Instagram the other day. What did I post? Uh, I sent it to you. The girl was like, "Listen, I'm oh, gonna give yeah. you a compliment sandwich. I love you, a podcast. Stop chewing ice. It's breaking <laughs> on the air. It's killing my ears." Um, I've rated, reviewed, and subscribed. And I'm like, listen, yeah, people, goodbye that's ice. True. Yeah, because you only, you think, the, the negative thing becomes a smaller thing when you, when you. And it also it shows its own coming. To you from to a you, positive place. From a positive place. They like you. Yeah. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do some I like games. that. All right. So, red flag or deal breaker? They've had uh, three abortions, or they are responsible for three abortions. Make it sound like case. you make it sound like <laughs> you make it sound like responsible for three abortions. Like this guy's running around just giving <laughs> abortions to people. Oh no! Like I mean, like you impregnated three people that like have had abortions. Okay, red flag or deal breaker? Uh, what do you think? Once I'm fine with. I'm letting you answer first because I'm going to be on. A uh, tricky spot. Okay. Once once I'm fine with, twice I'm not really, but I could probably get over it. Three times I might be out. It just shows like you're you're kind of irresponsible. That's kind of the thing for me. Like, are you... The irresponsibility... Right. It's not about the, a mistake that happens I don't care. Occasionally. And also don't care whatever you want to do with your body. I don't yeah. care. Um, yeah. So I'm saying it wouldn't be about like, oh, like... This isn't a yeah. This isn't a this isn't a loss thing. It would just be like, oh my god, um, I don't want to be next. Right. I don't want to be responsible for that next. Uh, be and and also I trust myself in the way I am with condoms. Like I'm in, like I'm very, I'm the big condom guy. And yeah. if a condom company Love wants condoms. to sponsor this podcast, I'd be a huge user of your condoms. Yes. Um, I don't understand the idea of not using condoms. I don't understand the idea of pulling out. I can't even believe people do that shit. I but I'm saying that it's like uh third time you're like okay fool me once fool me twice right third time you have some like there's something like if someone told you they totaled three cars yeah how did it happen what's going on on here what who taught you to drive yeah Um, have you made no efforts to change any sort of sure you know thing about your approach to, to this kind of thing. And I think for the male side of it, it's more worrisome than the female side. I don't know why. You think it's... I don't know. I know so little about the female body. Like, if a woman had three uh, abortions, right. I'd be like, okay, well, tell me about it. Let me hear it. It's a red flag. Okay. More than deal breaker. I think if a man... If I was thinking of a man's version of it, like, I'm like... Is that dude just trying to get chicks? Like, right, like, like going around knocking girls he, up. Is that his like thing? Yeah. That, you know, like is, does he, does he like sit like, what would be more wrong with the man? Like, does he need no condom? Right. Does he, is it his fetish that he, yeah. you know, maybe that could be a thing with a girl that she needs. No, that could be, t- I guess I didn't even think of it that way that a girl like likes the idea. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um, they're a hypochondriac. 
What's that one? That's one when you like constantly are like th- thinking that you're like sick or you're going to get sick. You're like, almost like a deal breaker for me. You no. know why? What? Because I can't, f- I can't feel sympathy for the, like the constant sick person. Okay. Like if I'm dating a girl and she's like, I'm so sick. I'll be like, okay, what okay. can I do to help? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. And then and they'd be like, nothing. I'm just telling you I'm so sick. And then if the next week it was like... And then you'd be like, all right, well, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, like, Common cold uh, doesn't only kill the elderly. It kills your relationship. It kills <laughs> J-Train. I'm out. <laughs> no, but then it's like, my neck, I must have... And if everything turns to cancer in right. your mind... I can't it's deal like with the emotional. Person. I can't deal with the emotional roller coaster. It would make me anxious. Right. So I'd be like, I can't fucking deal with every day is a new thing that I can't help with that you keep complaining to me with. Right. And it's like a it's like a scared thing. I don't want to be with someone who's like it's always like scared, scared out of live, like scared they're they're sick or like just can't just like power through some shit. Yeah. Like, it's like a too sensitive thing. Totally. Like I I'm like someone told me about like man colds. Is that a thing? Have you heard of this? No. The man cold. I heard about this the other night. This girl was telling me that like guys get, they call it the man cold where guys get so bent out of shape about having a cold that they like act like helpless losers. I saw a thing I think once about that. Is that a thing? I don't. I don't know. I guess guys like the nurturing, have someone nurture them and like to take Mm -hmm. care of them. It does feel nice every now and again. But I, and so we act like bigger babies. Right. When we have a cold, but I get it more from women where it's like every day is a new doctor, every day is a new right. all the fixing all the ailments thing, you know, that I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if the man cold is something that I've seen around. I think that's more person specific. I don't know if that's like a phenomenon, but or the idea that like women are to have tough it out much more than men do. Yeah. I guess it's possible. I guess it's a deal breaker for me. Is what are you saying? Yeah, it's, I think it's a deal breaker too. I need someone who's like going after self-sufficient going after life and like experiencing things and not like holding themselves back with like weird diseases all right they've had sex with an animal before (laughs) that if they've had sex with an animal before it's a deal breaker i'm out i got just the idea of like the insertion i mean from the male perspective it's got to go in yeah so the idea of a woman being able to fashion the male right. parts of an animal into them, that's a tough one for me to get over. That's tough pills all. I'm sorry, I'm making you explain why yeah. this is a deal breaker. But I'm saying the guy version, like, I could, you know, I could understand. Well, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's some guy who's like, oh, it's pledging. And pledging. Like, it was the thing. What fraternity is making us I've heard, I've heard rumors of that being a thing. I don't know. It's very... The pledging thing I always heard of was one house did the elephant trot. What's that? Where they would like grab the penis from behind them and you walk around in a circle. <laughs> you know how elephants like hold each other's tails? Right. And then walk in a circle at the circus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only pledge... That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I, but I never... I mean, I, I don't know if it actually happened. I, you know... It's just the rumor you heard. These are the rumors. <laughs> never, definitely not I mean, you. This is not definitely not me. Maybe not me. Yeah. Probably not me. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that um, that I'm I'm probably out. I would like to think that I'm definitely out, but most most stuff. Definitely. I mean, men are on. disgusting though too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. You guys are getting married. You're you're at the you're at the the, the the altar, and the guy goes, "I have to tell you something real quick before I get married." That's sex with a horse. 
I fucked a horse once. <laughs> it was I really would, easy. I would need a lot it more. It was really content. easy. There was a step stool. You're saying, am I getting it? My my ending the wedding. Yeah. How expensive is this wedding? Big wedding. Huge fucking wedding. Is it weird that that would be like a big factor? It's like the yeah. cost of the wedding. <laughs> already paid. You're having a million dollar wedding. I'm having a million dollar wedding in my my at groom, the plaza. The groom just told me that he's that your now boyfriend. Your now boyfriend whispers in your ear, "I love magic." <laughs> and one time I fucked a horse. Are you doing it? That is a very difficult question, actually. It is a difficult it, it question. It is a difficult question. I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say Hilarious it's not. Hilarious that it's difficult. I'm not going to lie and say it's not. Um, I would like to think I would call the wedding off, but I would probably need a lot more information. And um, But I think a lot of this has to do with... Where's my honeymoon? <laughs> if it's a million dollar wedding, you're going to a nice place. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere bad. Yeah. Uh, you're getting some good Instagram pics. Instagrams would be great. Here's a, I, I, and I do think the mechanics of it is already there. The mechanics of this changes everything. Cause I, I'm thinking of it like from a guy, like right. it's just a penis. Right. So you're, it's something you're at the, you're at the altar. If you're a million dollar wedding, can't do it. You're calling, not, off the I'm calling it off. It's the done. idea of how she prop, you know, propped herself up to have this horse. Have you, have you yeah. ever seen those videos? They kill people. Horses like kill people by fucking them. Oh, I did not know that. I horse done. penis is like bigger than you can imagine. What if it's a dog? Yeah, dog too. The the idea that you have to wait till the dog is hard, the red rocket, you know, like it's uh, a whole thing. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. But for a girl, I think it's different because the guy can just like, done, in and out. That still makes it weird, but Of yeah. course, it, I mean, <laughs> still, not, still not okay. But yeah, I could see that. Okay, so like to you're think going to Ma- you're going to the Maldives. I you got want, one of those. I do want to go to the Maldives. You got one of those houses on the water. We bought all the new the new uh, bathing suits. Yeah, I haven't eaten. It's my wedding, so I haven't eaten in six months. You've put in a <laughs> lot of work. You can't tell anybody yeah. too. You can't be like, "Hey, listen, <laughs> gotta run this by." I gotta someone. listen, everybody. We're ending this because he fucked a Can horse. Can I tell once. you a secret? I'm probably still getting married. Yes. Okay. What news? This is, you were breaking hard hitting news here in the UA podcast. This was amazing, secret, yeah. Jordana. This was great. This was great. Uh, I liked. I liked the end of this. Um, <laughs> Got a little weird. Or maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, we'll see you next week. We'll be back next week. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. UUP at betches UUP at betches Send in your emails. We'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.